Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 99. Can you believe it? For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.com. Run. Hope everyone has uh, having a great week so far. Hope you had a great weekend as well. Um, if you haven't checked out the episode from last week, I talked with uh, Morgan. She was so awesome. We had some conversations before and after the recording. And, uh, just she's an overall cool person, and I think our, our episode really spoke to a lot of people. I got lots of comments about it. Lots of moms commenting about. Um, just this idea of identity and that sort of thing. So if you didn't check that out, go check that episode out. You guys know where to find the podcast because you're listening to it. Just click last week's episode. Um, yeah, things are things are going good here. Uh, kind of just some follow-up on, on items. So I recorded uh, last week's episode a week early in the middle of my birthday running situation, and uh, it did not end well. <laughs> um, I made it through day 12, Day 12's run actually felt really good. I think it was the caffeine that I was that I had um, kind of helped push me through that. Uh, however, started to get a little real aches in in the leg, very similar to the pain that I was feeling um, in my right leg uh, when I was having to go through physical therapy and stuff. Started to get a little inkling of that in my left leg, and I was like, "This is not a good idea." Um, so, day 13, I went out tried to run, barely made it a quarter mile before I could start really feeling just like a lot of discomfort in it. And I made it to a mile and I was just like, this is not good. I think the first mile took me like 13 minutes because of like walking and stopping. And I was like, this is not, this is not a good idea to keep kind of pushing, knowing that I have bigger goals towards the end of the year with a couple races. And I just had to kind of like swallow my pride and I basically had a pity party for myself walking back. I walked the entire way back, head down, um, trying to be positive about, hey, you, you know, you got got most of the way, but technically you failed still. So um, all in all, it, it stinks in that aspect of how far I was able to get, but not able to finish it, but still proud of myself that I was able to get through 12 days, learned a lot about kind of taking care of myself on continuous runs like that. You know, once I got to that, like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 in a row, it, um, it really started to add up and I could kind of see, Hey, if you do this recovery wise, do these stretches help with this kind of piece? Um, so I learned a lot there, which was nice, but yeah, birthday run didn't go as planned, but, uh, Kayla went to Ohio, got sister-in-law had her baby. So she was in Ohio for the week. So it actually worked out to give me some time off of running. Cause I was on Bella duty, basically sitting home while she's still recovering from her surgery. Um, about a month ago now, I think, um, yeah, a little over a month ago. Um, yeah. So it was nice just to be able to sit, relax, watch some movies. Didn't have this in my notes. So if I finished watching some of the, the Marvel, uh, movies, the adventure series, basically, um, I, don't, I may have said this previously on the show, but I'd never seen any of them probably until the last like six months other than like the original Iron Man, like in the original Hulk, like those movies, but like the whole story premise piece I didn't get. So I found this like list that's like, hey, you need to watch all of these movies to prepare for like Endgame, which at the time is what I was was preparing for. And so I'm going through and watching doing whatever. And I'm like, you know, some of the movies were, were good. Some of them were just like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, like the Captain America and the Winter Soldier, 
soldier. I can never say that word. Um, that one was pretty good. Um, I can't remember which other one I really like too, but it, like overall I finished everything and I'm like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I told some, some colleagues of mine, I was like, I don't understand the hype with it. And one of them made a good point. They're like, you either, you either get it and like it or you don't like, especially like the infinity wars end game. Sorry for spoilers. I'm trying not to say anything, but if you haven't seen it, I guess it's really your fault. But this idea of like everything came to like, a combination of like this journey that you've been on with all of the characters. It's kind of come to the end, if you will, and kind of how it all wraps in. So again, uh, I gave it a try, uh, really wasn't my thing. Um, it's kind of funny that actually goes into today's topic, but, um, so while I was, while Kayla was gone, you know, I was able to, to get some reading done and then thinking about like new projects. Cause obviously I can never just like stand still and not do something. Uh, so since I was running, I kind of, use that aspect where I wasn't just being outside. I was just kind of using my brain thinking about other creative activities. And this, this idea came to me actually yesterday when I was at the gym um, about sometimes we can feel like we're doing the same things over and over, right? Like our days can feel no different than the last, like you could probably think about it. Like in your last week, how many different things did you actually do? You know, are you going through the motions doing the same thing? I think we can all kind of fall into these pieces, whether we think about it as training, if we talked about from a fitness aspect, but even just like our day job or our hobbies. How many times do we just like go through the day and be like, what did I do today? And then you look back and you're like, oh, I went to the same meetings. I talked to the same people. I did the same things. And there's just this like never ending uh, monotonous drone, if you will, going through, you know, we're just going through the motions and we don't really have this like new excitement or anything like that to spark us, right? We fall into a rut. When these things happen, we, we, we feel like we're in a rut and we don't know how to get out of it or what's actually going on. And I think you can probably easily find online, there's a ton of great ideas of how you can kind of get out of this rut and how to get out of that loop. Um, but I feel like when we see a lot of those, and I've said this in previous episodes multiple times, is we have this like feel of fear of failure, you know, in some cases where we don't want to try something new because we might fail at it. But there's this other side of it that maybe we just don't even know what we want to try next. Like, I don't know what I even want to try. Take the failure piece out of it. I don't even know what the next thing is. I'm just going through the motions and kind of just letting the life happen to me as we talked about before. And I think where this, this is where that idea of experimenting comes in. Since the title of the episode of basically trying something new and just, just seeing how it goes, a test, a trial or however you want to call it. I remember growing up, it'd be certain things where I would say, you know, I didn't like something. I don't like that. Like, what's it? You want some of this? No, I don't like that. And you know, the typical parent response is, how do you know you don't like it if you've never tried it? And how true is that today uh, as adults that we get into this thing of, I don't like it, but have you tried it? You know, we get into our comfort zones and can't imagine anything outside of that. Like, this is what I know. This is what I'm comfortable with. I don't like the other stuff. It's different. It's weird. I don't want to be a part of it. So I'm not going to do any of that stuff. 
And because of that, we get stuck in, in this comfort zone, in this mode of nothing feeling like fresh or brand new. You're just, again, going through the motions. You're not pushing yourself. You're not growing in that aspect. So you just, you feel stuck because in theory you are. And the reason you're stuck is yourself. You're the only one kind of holding yourself back in this piece. Uh, the past few months, I've been, I've been working to try to play guitar better. Um, I've been playing guitar since I was in the fourth grade, played on and off from fourth grade until like high school, college, and then got a little more into it, uh, when I was in college. And then I started playing in worship bands and stuff like that. Once we, um, moved, once I moved from Florida to Ohio and, you know, I was self-taught. I, I tried doing some lessons. It just didn't really work for me kind of the way I, I, I think and operate. So just taught myself, you know, basic chords, basic song structures, really very simple things. Never really understood the music theory behind it. I played trombone in in uh, middle school and a little bit of high school. So like the a little bit of the music I understood, like reading music as far as um, bass clef notes in, in trombone, I couldn't remember them now. I'm trying to remember them again as I try to learn piano, but it's a whole side, different side story. But I never really got into like the music theory of it all. You know, how are we building chords? I just know this is how you hold a G, not what makes up a G or these kinds of things. Sorry to lose you. I, pr I promise I have a point. Um, so in the past few months, I've wanted to not only get better learning how to play and learning a little more of that music theory and all of that piece, I also wanted to learn how to kind of mix and master music. So I've always found it very interesting and fascinating how people put music um, um, arrangements together, one, and then also how when they bring it into a computer and actually process it, how they're actually doing it. I think my like love of like EDM music and being more involved in that culture now and going to festivals and stuff has kind of opened me up even more to like the realms of like the the endless possibilities you have with creating music. So I was like, Hey, I want to, I want to try to learn how to do those things. So there's that part of it. And then the other part with the, the, the uh, mixing and mastering pieces, it's going to help my video projects. Audio is definitely something that I struggle with in my videos is making sure it sounds right. And it kind of gets the message across in that way. I think I do an okay job, but I feel like I can always do a better job. We could say that probably about everything, but so decided I wanted to do all this. So you know, spent some time working on it. But then after a, a little bit of playing, I realized I started getting into the same situation. I would learn a song and then I would just keep playing that song. Kaylee even mentioned one time, she's like, you keep playing the same song or the same chords. Like you keep doing the thing, like learn something new. <laughs> and, and she said it in much nicer terms, but that was generally the, the concept. But every time I'd pick up the guitar, I'd be doing the same thing and not in a like a technical like learning aspect of like you're growing to get faster on a scale or, or these chords or whatever the case. I was just like playing the same thing over and over. And I just felt like I wasn't progressing. Like I'm learning a little bit of pieces, but then I, I take like two steps forward, one step back kind of thing or one step forward, two steps back. Probably not that much. Probably just one step back. So this past weekend, having the little bit of extra time while I was just sitting watching Bella, I decided that I was going to like, hey, maybe I should record myself playing. Again, I bought, you know, my new Taylor guitar that I have. Actually has a pickup. My old acoustic didn't. 
So I have my um, interface. I was like, let's plug it in, hook up the microphone. Let's just have a thing with it. I was like, well, since we're recording it audio wise, we might as well film it, get all of my practice in, right? Practice video stuff, color grading, all of the fun jazz. So I ended up kind of just recording some songs that I've been having fun with playing. I did like an old uh, worship song that I enjoy called My Testimony. I did like Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. You may have seen these on um, on Instagram. But, you know, I set up the cameras, likes, lights and the mic and all of those things and, and just did live takes of the song. I was like, hey, we're not going to overproduce it. It's just going to be me playing guitar, me singing all live, same time. Adds to the challenge, if you will. Ended up doing four songs process each one at a time, brought the audio and stuff like that. And, and every, with every song, I learned something new about how I was playing guitar, how I could do it a little better, maybe clean it up a little bit. Not only that, I learned a little bit about how to process the songs. I was like, hey, this sounds kind of weird. Let me find a tutorial or, and, and see if someone can explain what these things mean to me. How can I balance this better? How can I make this sound better? So, so that piece was the first piece. I was like, hey, we need to record it so I can see it. I can do these pieces. And then like I just previously said, you may have seen these on Instagram. That was like the next piece of the experiment for me. First piece was, can you actually do this? Can you record these songs, make them sound decent enough? Um, and then the next piece was to, to stretch myself and to share them online. You know, I, I received... I posted a couple on Instagram and I received some feedback from people like, Hey, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, some people said they enjoyed it. Some people I think are just nice because I know I don't sing the best, but, um, but that feedback helped kind of like lift my spirits and like provoke a little more creativity in it. And then I realized that maybe my Instagram wasn't the best place for it since I do more running and like motivational kind of stuff on my Instagram. So I made a TikTok profile um, I think it's called like Let's Make Music Flores or something like that. Shoot me a DM if you want it. I can send you the link for it. But that's where I'm going to be posting videos. So now I'm like making a list of songs that I want to, to learn to continue kind of this process. And, and all of this came full circle. All this came from just an experiment of wanting to record a song. I didn't know where this was going to go. I just knew like, hey, I wanted to see if I can do this. And, you know, in the push to just try something new, it sparked a deeper connection with that for me. I was able to kind of dig in like, hey, I'm pushing here. It's like, oh, well, what about this? Let's learn how to edit this. Let's learn how to do this. And now things, I can definitely see a huge difference between song one and song four of just the quality itself as far as the audio is concerned because I was learning those pieces, tried the experiment, and that's what happened. So... So maybe you're saying, that's great for you, Jonathan. I'm so glad you enjoy the music and guitar. I just don't have anything at the top of my head that I want to like, that I can use as that outlet, that I can experiment with. Like, hey, there's maybe this thing I want to experiment, but I don't know what that is. And I'm sure there's something you've always wanted to try uh, or maybe just a little bit interested in. I've seen some people, uh, jump roping has been a, a thing that's been going a little viral on, on social media lately, people getting into jump roping and, or juggling or like, it can be something as simple as that, just a small activity to kind of continue to grow. I saw a video, uh, yesterday, I think it was where a guy was trying to jump across the road he lived on, like an old back road. And it showed like his progress of like day one to like through one year where he did like, first week, first month, six months, eight months, whatever. 
and talk about like how much you can accomplish in a year, just taking it a step at a time. And again, this is an experiment. Can I jump across my road? This isn't going to be like groundbreaking, world-changing stuff. It doesn't have to be. It can be, but it doesn't have to be, but it just needs to shake you up a little bit give you something to kind of push your piece of it. So anything you can think of, you're like, hey, I've always wondered how that was done or I'd like to do something like that. Go for that. And maybe you're saying, okay, that's great. I still don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> I'm still lost. I don't know what to do. I, so my suggestion there, and I read this recently, is, is try a new environment. Switch up where you're at. Because when you switch up where you're at, you might switch up your thinking in the process. Again, when I said I was, I was reading this recently, talking about like if we sit in the same places or, or work in the same areas, do the things, we're going to end up with the same results. When you just, you know, as a remote worker right now, I spend most of my days at my desk. First, I'm doing my day job, and then I'm basically doing creative things. But I found that I'm less creative if I continue just to sit at my desk. Even today, when I was writing the notes for this episode, I was on the couch doing it and the ideas were flowing. I was able to kind of get my ideas out there where I've been working on episodes at my desk and I just can't come up with them, I'm just blank. So that kind of helps switch it up. So maybe go for a walk in a park, like a new park that you're not familiar with. Kind of get lost in the wilderness if you, if you like the outdoor stuff. Or maybe if you, if you do work remotely, Go on your patio to work. Go to a park to work. Get outside. Maybe grab a, 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 a paper and pen instead of grabbing your tablet or computer. These, these new environments or new tools allow our brains to think about things maybe just a little bit differently because we're not going through the same motions. We're not going through the same flow because we're mixing it up. So when you change your scenery or change the tools that you're using, it can provoke some new ideas. And then once you kind of provoke those new ideas or those new thoughts or new uh, possibilities of, hey, maybe I could try this or maybe I could do this, the, then the most important piece you have to do is you have to actually do it. <laughs> you have to go after it. I put a note here to get to the Shia LaBeouf just do it clip, but I'm like, that thing is just so aggressive and so loud. Um, I think I still have it. Do I still have it up? I might have it up. We'll see if YouTube wants to work for me or if it's just going to play an ad. It's going to play an ad. We're not messing around with it. It's good podcasting. Here we go. Do it. Exactly. Shia. Just do it. Shia saying it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Listen. Yesterday you said tomorrow. So just do it. Make your dreams I'm come true. Just do it. do it. That clip just gets me hyped. I don't know if you've ever seen that with him in a green screen where he's reading. There's like a, he's reading a bunch of poems and like ideas and stuff, and it's just it's just crazy. It's good stuff. Maybe I'll link it in the show notes. But you you have to take that step to to, to try the new thing. And the whole framing of all of this is we've talked about like just doing it, new things, getting yourself out of your comfort zone, not being afraid of failure. But I think one thing that can help reframe this is if we think about it as an experiment, it might help you get over that idea of failure. Because really, experiments, if you think about just in general, as you hear about experience, are really just trials or tests. We don't know what's going to happen. 
But when we kind of phrase it as an experience, as an experiment, we don't kind of put that extra harping of we have to pass. It's we don't know. It could pass, it could fail. And when you take that piece out of it, I think it gives us a little more freedom in whatever the thing is. Because then we can do the experiment and then not necessarily a pass or fail, but then determining is it worth is it continue is it worth the, the continual pursuit for you or is it not for you? Both are acceptable. <laughs> They're both acceptable things where we don't think about as pass or fail. It's should I continue doing this or maybe I didn't really like that. You know, when I think about my music, I know I'm not the most talented guitar player. I know I don't have the most soothing voice when I'm singing, but I enjoy the creativity it sparks in me. The music is just an outlet for me to then practice my video skills, practice my audio mixing skills, do this piece. I don't, do it because I think I'm going to be, you know, the next uh, Ed Sheeran or any, I don't know why I compared myself to a very amazing singer. Um, you know, I'm not going to be a huge star with this stuff. I don't plan any of that. I don't expect that and nothing that, let me refer, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but that's not the purpose of this experiment. The purpose of the experiment is to spark that creativity to help me learn the tools that I enjoy doing. And, and a part of that experience as well is, is not to have people give me praise on it. It's, again, for me to see how much I enjoy it. I plan on sharing it with the world just to kind of push myself, to hold myself to a standard. But I have to separate it from that. The purpose of the experiment isn't to be social media famous. <laughs> That's not the purpose of this. I don't care how many likes and views it gets. It is nice when people do like it or comment and stuff like that, but I have to make sure I separate myself from that piece. That's not the experiment. That's just a byproduct of it. <clears throat> so what's the, what's the one thing that you want to do as an experiment? You know, just as a test or a trial to see how it makes you feel, to see what it sparks in you, to see where it could take you if you pushed at it. Everything we've ever done has started as an experiment, if you think about it. There was a first step in every action, everything we've ever done, every hobby we've ever done, every been a part of, every sport, every project, everything, there was a first step that started as an experiment of should I continue going down this road or is it just not for me? All I'm saying is take that first step. Because once you take that first step, You'll be able to see where you may be able to grow in that by stepping into that unknown, starting that experiment, understanding that that first step is all it takes to at least get yourself out there to determine, is this something I want to continue pursuing or is this something that's definitely not for me? Again, both are acceptable answers, but the first thing you have to do is take that first step. Thanks so much for listening today, everyone. Reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. You guys know the deal. New Hangry Gear, if you haven't checked it out, wearehangry.com, store.wearehangry.com. Get you directly to the store. New summer gear, lots of really cool stuff. But thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a week, one step at a time. We'll see you next week. Get it right, bro. Let's go. Let's go.